0: Seltzer King's Podcasts. Hey listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the
1: 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli, and...
2: And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael.
3: And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing.
4: You can hear things like minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews
1: with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more.
2: So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network.
3: Of the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys, watch the way through Sex in the City for the first time ever. Mostly, I'm Corey Cavan.
4: I'm Kevin James Doyle.
3: <laughs> I'm John Sieber, and uh, we are joined by a guest today. We're really excited to have her. She is a friend. She's also a fashion designer. Please welcome Jess Schwartz. Woo!
5: Hi. Thank you so much for. Can being I call here? you Jess?
3: Your name is Jessica Schwartz.
5: Yes, you know legally Jessica Schwartz, yeah. but right? That's Jessica's too long when you live in New York. No yeah, one will true. actually call you Jessica. Yeah, it's York usually West. single yeah. syllable.
1: Fun fact about Jessica Schwartz I, I own a business with her husband who I've known for a very long time. And our entire business's uh, phone plan is under her maiden name. We just <laughs> yeah. all kind of hopped on your phone plan, plan. So whenever I call or whenever anyone in our business calls anyone, your maiden name pops up in the call ID. Oh, it's still. And they're like, still you don't does? sound like a Jes- Jessica Sturman. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm not. And one of the other owners
4: of your company was on my family plan <laughs> oh, that's for right. years. So Harlan's, it still comes up Barb Doyle when he calls people. So no, I think he switched. So <laughs> he got He got He's, rid of that. Yeah, Jessica. He's Jessica Sturman. He's Jessica now. Sturman now. Wait, mm-hmm. so when
1: you're
3: on someone's family plan. Your that did back in the day because it, it was it
4: was a long time oh, ago. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it would be when you call like a old school, not new cell phones, but like old school call ideas. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um,
4: so uh, it seems like
1: you guys a lot of savings happening in that company. Absolutely, you know, <laughs> good job. <laughs> hey, v- Verizon yeah. was the one who told us to do it. We went in there and they're like, "Don't do a don't do a business plan. Can you all just hop on someone's existing plan? It'll be ten dollars per line." We're like. Yeah, of course yeah, we can do that. Perfect.
5: So. Just turns out I just have a huge family. <laughs> you have a, a monstrous <laughs> Mother family. Mother of 25. Yeah. Uh, Mother of
1: two. Amazing. Um, two amazing yeah. kids. You mm-hmm. you make fantastic children. Thank you. You're good fantastic job. parents. Thank you. I try. Yes. Very, very well behaved. <laughs> cute, cute kids. Thus far. Yeah. So Jess, you're <laughs> number, <laughs> number
4: three. Oof. Jerry is out. We'll, oof, we'll
3: see.
1: We're good. Oh,
4: do gosh. you have a third? No. on the, okay, None I the I works. Got I guess. you. No. Yeah. Um, so fashion designer... Mm -hmm. let's start with what we ask all our guests, which is what, what is your relationship to the show?
5: Um, Sex in the city. Well, it's a deep one. I feel like mainly because it came out when I was kind of ending high school, entering Mm -hmm. college, Mm -hmm. okay, aging myself. Um, (laughs) But you know, it was really, I kind of had always wanted to live in New York. So, and I went to school in Missouri for fashion, you know, obviously super prestigious (laughs) (laughs) education and like, but I I had the whole time was like, but after this, I'm going to move to New York. So mm-hmm. it was so great watching Sex in the City and just thinking like, this is what my life will be, mm. you know, and then, you know, arriving in New York and being like 22 or, well, I guess like 21 when I was an intern and just going to the first bar, I could find and be like, give me a cosmopolitan <laughs> and then like <laughs> spilling it and crying because it was like all my money, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I feel like Sex in the City shaped my ideas of what my adult life would be. And then, you know, in some ways, you know, some of those things sort of came true. And then in other ways it was totally different, but yeah, it was just a huge window and formative, formative uh, role, I guess, or formative force. in my Yeah. Life. Yeah.
1: Yeah. D- so you, 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 before the show even came out, you wanted to move to New York. New York was kind of mm-hmm. in your scopes for your whole life or was this, was this something yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. As a kid, a even.
5: Yeah. I just felt like I was missing out on everything. Mm-hmm. Like, That's funny. All the stuff happens here. Where are you from? St. Louis.
4: Mm. Mm-hmm. You had Nelly.
5: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was time, great. <laughs>
3: every time you would talk to Nelly, he'd be like, you got to go to New York, man.
0: Oh,
5: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was on my flight once. Really? Really? Yeah. He breezed past security with like all these huge Louis Vuitton baggage Man. like pieces of luggage and the lady's like you can't take that and they're just like
4: and he ah. turned around and just said
5: hot shit" Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they didn't care. They're like, "Well, so yeah. You Nelly,
4: awesome. you can do whatever you want." So yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. You can wear
3: a
5: band-aid
4: yeah. wherever you want.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> anytime you like. Your
4: eye. Yeah, anytime, yeah. Anytime. anytime you like. So, um, you you work in fashion as a fashion designer. Mm-hmm. What what does I tell us about that? <laughs> 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 when there, anytime anytime we have to we don't have a lot of fashion people on. We've tried to get more, so we're excited to have you because mm-hmm. that's like our weak spot in our... We know how to talk about dating and food and stuff like this, but this is our weak spot. So and we're it's excited a huge to...
1: part of Sex and the City yeah, that mm-hmm. yeah. I'm the least fashionable person I think I know, probably the least fashionable person you know, and so it, it's hard for us to talk about that, and we're really glad you're here. Uh, picking off what, what Kevin said, what do you do? What does a day-to-day in, as a fashion designer look like?
5: Uh, day-to-day, it just depends on the company you work for, mm-hmm. but... um. You know, there are days that I just sit down and draw clothes. That's so cool. And look online and, you know, look what people are doing. I go shopping for research. And so there's a lot of really fun parts. There's also days when, like, I have to jerry-rig samples and, like, (laughs) (laughs) cut them apart and fix them and sew buttons on and sew labels in. And, you know, a lot of emailing with factories overseas. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes I visit a sample room, which is, I feel like that's magic. Yeah. And you can, like, go talk to someone and then they, like drape it on a form and comes to life. That's exciting. But that's cool. yeah. I mean I mean there's other things like dressing weird heavy mannequins. Right. A lot of grunt work that's going yeah. be involved. Once mm-hmm. once I had to set up for a trade show, um, which is kind of where all the buyers come and see everything. Right. And um our movers came and took all our gear to the Javits Center. And then I realized I forgot to have them pack up like three rolling racks or something. <laughs> and I ended up wheeling a rolling rack from 39th between 7th and 8th to um not the Javits it was further up it was like pier 92 oh Oh my my gosh (laughs) gosh. like I think it was my birthday too I was just like oh gosh this is so glamorous isn't it (laughs) funny because that's like
4: that's probably it's those moments that it's like oh yeah that's like as realistic as portrayed on a show except when it's happening you're like oh yeah but I'm doing it so it's not funny right, it's right, miserable right. it's not just like oh because <laughs> so. yeah. Yeah. it was totally
5: my fault I was like I can't say like have the movers come back like right. they're done and I don't want anybody to know that I made this mistake yeah so I'm just gonna <laughs> wheel it up there <laughs> that's
1: amazing
4: um and wait right now you're designing for Kylie and Kendall I heard that's yeah. what John told me
5: yeah I work for a company that just acquired the license so wow it's exciting Ky- <laughs> making me feel very youthful and Is right it- now
4: <laughs> Kylie, Kylie, and Kendall Jones or Kend- <laughs> Kardashian
5: <laughs> You're
0: like, um,
5: D-
4: Jenner. Jenner. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, so isn't one of them a billionaire now? That's yeah, the word. Kylie is. Jeez, she's the yeah. youngest, the youngest, the youngest self-made billionaire That's that insane. was born into a rich family.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah.
4: Um. What's What's that? It's like a new line coming out.
5: It's already existing. It's just. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know exactly how to explain it, but the li- they license their name, you know, to like apparel companies mm-hmm. so we now
3: build their collection with the name on it
5: yeah basically and i mean it's really new so i don't even know exactly how it works with them how involved they are but yeah
4: i i heard that jessica simpson i thought she was like washed up but apparently she makes like a billion dollars a year
1: doing yeah. clothes too
5: yeah she does really well and i've heard she's very involved
1: yeah in in the design of her clothes
5: yeah her and her mom apparently are Really oh, it's it. interesting. Yeah, it seems. So like does that
1: mean she's sitting there sketching? She's doing emails overseas, mm-hmm. or does she kind of come in and just be like, yes, yes, no, yes, maybe?
5: The latter. Okay, the latter. The latter. Okay, she says
4: long. yes, yes, no, maybe. But what she says no to is being with Nick Lachey still. <laughs>
2: exactly.
5: <laughs> she Dude,
4: solid up. Nick Lachey joke.
2: <laughs> that was, you were so we kick proud. off every podcast with a solid Nick Lachey
1: joke. Hey,
4: this week's Nick Lachey joke is. Message our Instagram if you like the Nick Lachey joke, please. <laughs> Message it if you have a better Nick Lachey joke.
3: We'll yeah. read that one on the air. <laughs>
0: um,
3: how much of your job is like Devil Wears Prada? That's what I wanted to ask. Mm. Oh. That's one of my favorite um, movies. You know? Really? It is great. Do you great. want to get together and watch it? it is, I would love to. We should have you read have- the book? I haven't read the book. Neither have I. I can't read it. Um, <laughs> I uh no that it's a great movie and when I used to work at MTV we were pitching things for when Ludicrous came in mm-hmm. and we tried to do a thing where we got Ludicrous to to recreate the blue sweater scene because mm. it's one yeah. of Ludicrous's favorite movies. Mm. Oh, really? We were like looking through no a fact way. sheet and they were like one of his favorite movies is Devil Wears Prada. He talks he talks about how it's like such a great movie about business and stuff. But anyway, yeah. so is it like that at all?
5: Um for is me, it like, no.
3: is it that level of like stress or, I mean, you're, not, it's stressful, but like, you yeah. know, the, the, the fashion stress vibe there where it's like people are just mean and stuff yeah. like that.
5: I mean, I have not experienced that so much, maybe in short fleeting moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really depends on who you work for. i have not been at, you know, I, I think there are people who have experienced that for sure. I yeah. know, I've heard horror stories, um, I think if you're at a really like high level designer house that's doing runway shows and there's a lot of time crunch and a lot of pressure and a lot of, um, I think if you work for a very st- strong personality, you, you can go through right. that. I, but yeah, I mean, I've heard of, yeah, bad stories, but I haven't experienced it personally. I try to avoid that. Yeah. <laughs> that environment it's right. probably, all costs. It's probably good. It's probably <laughs> yeah. good. So, D-
1: yeah. During fashion week is your life crazy no no i
5: actually never worked for someone who did runway show oh okay yeah so so yeah. it's not
1: every i thought i just assumed that everyone in fashion like was somehow involved in fashion week where it was just a nightmare
5: the difference is for a lot of people who don't do runway then like the week or two after is usually market okay so you are in a bit of a crunch time to get your samples for market week so mm-hmm. like what i was saying that trade show that goes on like mm-hmm. you know you're getting ready for that or to have yeah appointments in your showroom but It's yeah, just different. So you're busy. You're busy because usually you're preparing for market week, but I haven't worked for like a runway place.
1: I, uh, I have a follow-up question. Uh, Mm -hmm. I, um, went to my wife's dentist for the first time, uh, Mm -hmm. last Thanksgiving and he gave me a t-shirt, uh, shout out to Dr. Simon dentistry in Bowling Green, Kentucky, and I no longer wanted it. So I set it outside by the recycling bin and then later that day it was gone. And I was heading to work a couple of weeks later and I saw a nice gentleman cleaning up the garbage in our apartment wearing my Simon Dentistry t-shirt. And it made me really happy. My question for you is, have you seen someone out in the wild wearing something that you designed? And if so, where was like the weirdest or oddest place that you've seen such thing?
5: Oh, um, oh I can't think of weird. I mean, ha- I have for sure.
1: Is it a pretty like is a pretty good feeling like do yeah. you get pretty pumped up yes I've, i would imagine I, yeah when i saw the guy in my building wearing my simon dentistry <laughs> yeah. t-shirt shout out to simon, I, was that's like, amazing. I was like katie you'll not believe it someone is wearing a simon <laughs> dentistry t-shirt that's way too big for them it's awesome <laughs> so if i saw something that i actually made that was being worn in public i would lose it
5: yeah it's cool i mean i have i have seen that my favorite is well you so i used to work for a small company that we had a lot of sample sales. And so sometimes I would see somebody and then I'd be like, Oh, right. I know that person or like, I <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> do," yeah. And I'd be like, Oh yeah, they came to the sample sale. But then ah. if I ever see a person I've never met before, it would be like, Oh
0: yeah. Yes. That's so
5: cool. So excited. I can't think of a weird one though. Um, I, uh, Oh, I can't think of it. Yeah, no, a- no worries. Yeah. Um, uh, but but yeah. it
4: has happened. It, it has. has
5: happened. Yeah. Is, uh,
4: do, is there like one or two memorable sex in the city fashion Things like mm. things that they did from the show that still stick with you, of like, whoa, that was mm. that was next level, or that you just loved, um, or that inspired yeah. you, or you know, something some of Pat's work,
5: yeah, love Pat. <laughs> um, I, I'm trying to, I mean, a couple of things just flashed to mind right away. One is Carrie wearing a silk newsprint. Mm. Uh, bias dress I think it was Dior we've heard of that when Galliano was there mm-hmm. which I was huge Galliano Dior fan it's controversial these days I guess but you know why oh so John Galliano, he was at Dior for a long time and he he went to um, eat dinner I think he was at a restaurant and he made some he got I think got a little drunk and he got in a fight with someone who made some anti-semitic oh. comments and uh-huh. so then Dior fired him and then he was kind of a pariah for a while And then actually Oscar de la Renta kind of took him under his wing for Mm -hmm. a little bit to try to bring him back around. Uh Um, And now he is designer at Margiela. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which is crazy because at Maison Margiela, like the design, like Margiela himself, like no one ever saw him or her, Uh I guess. I think it's a him though. Um, And so that was always kind of secret, I guess. And then he stepped down and they hired John Galliano to do it. So now he's doing that there. So now, now.
3: Mm He's the face of that. Yeah, yeah. Is That's interesting. Was yeah. the the Marcella thing? It was like it was like the Banksy of fashion, kind of a, l- a little bit. Yeah, that's interesting. Cool.
5: Yeah, I mean, in that, in that sense, yeah, no hmm. one knew who it was. So, hmm. I mean, someone does, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe someone, nope. someone's someone's cashing the checks.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brain... Maybe no one does. Maybe just you, just some morning, a bunch of clothes appear somewhere, and they're like, he was he yeah <laughs> I
5: just came it was just behind a wall it's like those those glass partitions at the li- liquor stores you know you <laughs> yeah. just like open it and <laughs> slide something through yeah. oh, and then here's a handbag <laughs> yeah <laughs> i spray painted it white here you go
1: <laughs> have you ever thought of what you would name a fashion company if you had like a really high-end fashion brand luxury brand oh,
5: yeah and i have terrible ideas on that one oh. i can't ever have- like i mean my, my name is Sturman, so i would be like mm-hmm. Sturman, uh, does not sound cool or sexy. I remember I've had a friend a long time ago It was like, it sounds like a vacuum cleaner brand. But I was like, yeah, pretty much.
4: I was in a band called Boulevard Jones.
5: Ooh, that's pretty good. And that's if
4: a- Corey had a fashion line, it'd be called Everyday Kid.
3: Well, these, <laughs> are, just our, Kid. these are just our high school band names.
5: Yeah. Oh, okay. well- <laughs> hmm. um, I mean, Everyday yeah. Kid
3: would be a good kid's clothing. Thing,
5: yeah, it'd it would be, be like it'd be like like,
1: like uh,
3: you'd, they'd sell it at
1: jimboree
5: yeah,
1: yeah, be right yeah. on the shelf next to Oshkosh Bagosh. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We try mm-hmm. to take Oshkosh down. Oh yeah. <laughs> we, would,
3: we would try to destroy Oshkosh
1: every day. Um, every day. W- mm-hmm. What What episode are we watching
3: today? We're watching season three, episode three, and uh it is called "Attack of the Five Foot Ten Woman." Ooh, think oh. mm-hmm. okay, it's about models, maybe potentially. I don't know. Possibly models. Five mm-hmm. ten is like a model height, right?
5: Yes. Yeah. Yes
1: maybe it is about that Mm -hmm. well let's get to it models attacking ouch awesome okay we'll be back
2: episode 33 attack of the 5 foot 10 woman Carrie must confront her past with Big when she runs into Natasha Big's wife Miranda hires Magda an Eastern European maid with very traditional values Charlotte deals with some of her body issues at a spa, while Samantha is banned from the spa when she gets physical with the masseuse. And now back to the boys.
0: Attack of
4: the 5 foot 2 <laughs> woman.
3: 5 foot 10. ten. ten. 5 foot oh, 10. Five. <laughs> 5 foot 10. 5 foot 2 would be like, get out. <laughs> well, maybe Carrie's get 5 foot 2. Carrie must be oh. 5 foot two. Kevin, <laughs> you just for the listeners. Kevin just Kevin just two handed crushed up a yeah. seltzer can. It was a struggle
1: for him the whole way.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know if I could do that. Oh man, um, crush a seltzer can. I don't know. Yeah, How's it, you got that, it. I have an arm injury. Oh, you do have an arm injury. I think I can. I think I can. I I that, that's think I could full, of <laughs> full of seltzer. <laughs> seltzer. Yeah. It would be very messy. What a weird episode.
4: Very, I agree.
3: I think what episode, a weird episode. I couldn't tell if it was just like. I have a cold right now, and so I was like, I couldn't tell if I just kind of felt like I was in a haze. But the the tone of everything
4: just felt like, like there weren't a lot of laughs. They had a lot of strands mm. out there. Yeah. Then they also had yeah. It was just it was an intro. What do you think?
5: I didn't think it was weird at all.
1: Oh really? Okay. <laughs>
5: no. But I mean I don't know. Well what what was weird about?
1: It? The, the oh. if you like just the the music and the sounds the, in that episode tone were so was odd. Strange.
5: Yeah. I don't know, like the, yeah.
1: when they were in the, uh, in, didn't feel like in the they spa were... the whole time. Just it, like Well, yeah. the first time they're in the spa and you hear like, <clears throat> oh. <clears> throat> <Yeah>.
5: throat>
3: that like weird scat track yeah. that was going on. Yeah. yeah, it's
5: weird, but also indicative of the time. Yeah, I feel that's like. true. You know,
3: the music we have heard. Criticisms before from people that the music is always a little
4: strange if you really listen
5: yeah. to it. Mm-hmm.
4: I was saying that sounded like the Doug theme song. <laughs>
3: <laughs> is that how it, it went? It reminded me. <laughs> something <laughs> like that. <laughs>
4: I'm pretty sure that was Doug. Was it? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, it was right at oh, the end yeah. of that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's also like the end of the Seinfeld theme. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll give a, yeah, a brief, give it, I don't know, even. Do a flyover I, John. I have my notes here. I guess um, I think his question was, are there women in New York who are there just to make us feel bad about ourselves? Which um, is that was about Natasha. Natasha. They saw Natasha mm, in the, the New Five York Times. Um, They're
4: doing an Eaton Park. Eaton. <laughs> what is it called? A chomp and chew. <laughs> a, a chat and chew. A chat and chew. Yeah. Park,
1: where they all went out and direct, directed traffic to, to parking spots. <laughs> Dude, do you guys have Eaton Parks? <laughs> well, a, well, I have an Eaton Park. Dark. What is what an Eaton Park? park? Eaton Park is like a it's like a Denny's.
4: It's like a nicer Denny's. They have them in Pittsburgh and different places. I don't know where exactly, but yeah, Eaton Park is a chain. It sounds so hmm. midwestern. Like, yeah, I thought you were yes. gonna say it's Ohio. I'm like, that sounds like maybe.
3: No, nah, I don't know. Come on down of. to Eaton
1: Park. Come to yeah. Eaton Park. I
3: wonder. I get mean, get you a cup
1: I, of coffee. We'll
3: talk about whatever's park your on the. car. you know what and it it's like? We'll talk about what's on the municipal budget. You yeah. know, like everyone's gonna come down. It reminds down to
4: the... me of. Did you have Perkins? Yeah, yeah it's like Perkins only
1: the only a little except like, worse pie. No. Perkins pie is incredible.
4: Really? Well, oh, yeah. I've never had Perkins pie. We we used to just go there, and my friends would smoke cigarettes and we'd drink coffee. We did that at Waffle House. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Bill's Bill's
5: Pancake House. House.
4: Yeah. Bill's pancake house mm-hmm. that's it.
1: we have Baker Square? Any Baker Square fans out there? No. Don't know that either. Is that a Chicago oh, thing? Yeah. Oh yeah.
4: Okay. Okay, so they're doing a they're doing a, a chat and chew at the beginning and looking at the New York Times Sunday Sunday um paper, engagement or wedding, they, they the, wedding they call it the the female sports yeah. pages. Yeah. yeah. Is what she called it. I will say I've I've heard that women have more traumatic nude gym and locker room experiences than guys seem to. Oh
5: yeah. Is that true? Oh I hope I hope you guys don't have it like we do. What it, I don't can know. you explain? I've what just heard, it, heard more course.
4: girls talk about it dramatically. Guys are just like, I saw fucking hangy balls. Most of our most <laughs> of ours, especially the last gym that I went to, because it was
3: yeah, just it's just old. The oldest men you'll ever oh, see. That's
5: a good place to and start. And they're
3: super naked. Yeah. And they're and they are you know and like listen, when you're seventy, like who cares? You should be that comfortable being naked. Mm-hmm. But uh, but you just see a lot of that, except. The last time I was there, my gym membership expired. And so I had like one month where I could still go. And so the last time I went, I was in the locker room. And there were just these two little boys that were like eight years old. And their dad had just like gone off to the shower or whatever. Mm. And one of them was fully naked. And one of them just had on, he was naked, but he had on pants. But they were only pulled up to his thighs. (laughs) So it was just like his butt and little boy Wiener was out and I and they were right beside my locker and they just were like playing naked in the locker room and they were
1: unsupervised. They and just I make was you nervous. You're like, get away, so get away. Nervous, because I was like, I have to change. And, and there was like naked. a like a faint scatting going on in the background. Like
3: <laughs> But at one point one of the kids one of the kids was like jumping around and the other one was just flossing, like doing like flo- the oh, the flossing, floss dance. <laughs> he was doing the floss dance like Fortnite. Was dances. the naked one doing it?
4: They were both that's like, naked. It was like a double flop. But one hat on so his little fucking yeah. dick was flopping around while he was. I flossing.
3: tried not to look. But, uh, <laughs> but then I'm just like, I'm just trying to get dressed and wondering where your dad is. Was, oh man! So that was that was that was Sorry. one of the more traumatic ones. But what about the female locker room stuff? <laughs> that's
1: pretty traumatic. It was pretty traumatic. I was just like,
3: listen, I am up to no funny business. Yeah. yeah. I just crushed an elliptical for twenty minutes and need to go home. That was yeah. all that. That's all that it was.
5: I, well, girls, I don't think for women it's so much traumatic to see like older women. It's more that I, I would say my traumatic locker room experiences happened in like middle school mm, and high yeah. school of just where everybody's kind of changing at yeah. different speeds. Sure, and times. sure. Girls and girls are just unfortunately like pretty mean to each other. Yeah. So you know, mm. I remember some girl in sixth grade who hated me. She just was always like calling me a carpenter's dream. You know. Oh so yeah. Flat, flat chested. But she had no boobs. I'd I don't always, know why she, <laughs> felt, just, she felt she that she could ev- call me. I was like, takes one to know yeah. well, What know. up, two by four? Yeah, I mean, it was just. The, but I was so astounded, I couldn't be. I couldn't even respond. I'm like, wait, is she talking to me That's or so, herself? Or, I don't, <laughs> yeah. But it's like that. That kind of stuff happens all the time. Wow. Unfortunately, hopefully not so much anymore. I feel like there's so much more body positivity about, yeah. out there that and hopefully things it's not, bullying not. I
4: honestly don't. I. Maybe I'm being a pessimist, but I feel like there's body positivity happening with adults. I feel like kids are probably just as mean as they used to be. I thought you were gonna oh, say no. maybe I'm being a pessimist, but I don't think any of the body positivity is good. It's, good. it's going a little too far. No, too but far. like I I talked <laughs> to my I talked to my friend who's a high school teacher and he was just like I was like, is anything different? with we were talking about music and he's like he's like everyone i was like do kids like listen to like chance the rapper or something he's like no everyone's obsessed with six nine who's just like this yeah like (laughs) crazy and he's like and everyone still like calls people gay and everyone still the f word use it the f word he's like he's like it's the exact same thing. Oh yeah. my God. And I was just like, I was like at your school. He's like, I don't know about other schools. He's like at my school. He's where like, where is this in Ohio? In uh, Yeah, in Ohio. Uh. And, and he was like everything and people make fun of people in different, in different ways. He's like, but it's all, it's all exactly like, there's some things that are it's, different, it's but it's all the same. It, it
1: might just take a while, but because that is definitely what people are actively trying to get rid of. I mean, everyone is trying to get rid of bullying and address yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So it might just take a while for that to, hopefully, take effect I yeah. yeah I mean maybe that's the case it's probably I, gotten better than it was in like the 80s when like you know the the guy with the mullet and the letter jacket would pop in and be like what's that fucking stink and just like kick <laughs> over the bully and, and like the teachers would high five him and shit like that like hopefully it's getting better than
4: that I just I just don't know. I wonder if it's all an adult perspective I feel like with kids like huh. it can be get better and worse I'm sure but I just feel like it's brutal to be a kid I just don't think when you're in middle school you're like body positivity is important it's like it's everyone's no. just out to fucking survive exactly. and if yeah. you can call if someone you need
5: to take down a couple trees on your <laughs> <own>. yeah <laughs> yeah you do it yeah, yeah. i mean you hopefully they're ass. good
4: teachers that can like help people but i'm like yeah i feel like it's a it's a war out that there in seventh grade i mean yeah. i bet it's i, it's I thought it out. was
1: like for some reason, I thought, it was, what was it, 21 Jump Street, where, like, they go back to school, oh, Yeah, the One guy's, like, being mean. He's like, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> that's not, the exact I thing I that thought, that thought about. Yes. High school is, like, oh, yeah. really nice now. Evolved. Yeah. I I feel like,
3: I think things are more inclusive in the sense of, like, it's cool to be a nerd now. Like, okay. it's cool yeah. to do stuff like that. But I also think, like, like do you remember when like being a bro and a frat guy was like wrong and then or like bad and then it kind of got re-co-opted where people Mm -hmm. are like i'm a bro and so like i feel like guys Mm -hmm. in high school are probably like we're bros and what we do is make fun of you you stupid idiot like i feel like that's got to be so much more and like i'm sure there's more inclusion but i'm also Sure, it's just the same in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so Charlotte was was justified in, in being uh, insecure because she was probably getting made fun of.
5: Well, no. Uh, well, she shouldn't be justified. It's just that I think that people
1: she might have had experiences that made her. She might her, have let well, her feel that way,
5: and a lot of things too. Just everybody kind of talks about too, like culturally, there's you know a big message of what your body should look mm-hmm. like, and if it doesn't fit that mold, then everybody kind of gets internalizes and gets weird. Yeah. Well, I think you know?
4: when when boys get made fun of, too, it's like in a lo- in a young locker room situation, it's more like you're fat. Look at the lo-. like and I feel like there's like with guys making fun of people as kids, it's more like big blunt objects. And I feel like with women, there's like a billion different tools oh. to slice and yeah. dice so in true. horrific ways. You oh, know yeah. what I mean?
5: <laughs> you, ne- you never are. No one's right. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. There's always something you can find. Mm. To yeah. Like, yeah. Totally. I mean, yeah, I mean. Crazy, you know. Boys maybe get made fun for being fat, but then like when I was a kid, if you're too skinny, mm-hmm. that yeah. right. I got made fun of a lot for being too skinny. Yeah. And then it's like, eh, what do you to do, you like, do? Yeah,
4: yeah. You can can yeah.
5: yeah, can't win.
4: Um So she's in the steam room. I they actually don't show. Haven't they showed her boobs in other episodes?
5: I don't think
3: so. Uh, no. They did, I know. You would know. I would, think, know. You're the, you're I would the say, family. anytime that her boobs are shown, you have a question about it.
4: Well, I just thought for, for an episode that's like, the whole idea is about they're about to be on display, and then someone says, great. There was a painting of they're her. They're about hoo-ha. to be on display. They were. They were on display in <laughs> the, the, the room. Just the way you said it, though. And they were ready to get the girls out, and then it <laughs> and didn't then, happen. And then the girl said, <laughs> she right. said, great boobs. I was just I was just you're waiting. Like,
3: well, let's see. I feel well, like there was an editing. I'll be the judge mis- of that. You got to let
4: the viewer decide.
3: Yeah. yeah. I, I did wonder. I did wonder because you didn't. You see- You couldn't help but wonder. I couldn't help but wonder. You didn't see any of them naked in the, uh, and you saw tons of extras naked. Yeah. So you yeah. didn't see any yeah. of them naked. Maybe they there. maybe I they
1: reached like, their quota of nudity <laughs> and HBO. was like, okay, I feel no yeah. more of this. I feel like that was
3: a
4: choice to be like, let's let's like hide it on the the four stars and she, yeah, show what it's yeah. like for them to be like, oh, well, there's beautiful women everywhere at this gym.
5: They probably made in their contracts to not get naked, right? No, they're no, naked. Just and SJP. SJP is the only,
4: the only
3: one that had a doesn't. nudity. Yeah, but, but everyone else has Oh so yeah, so I remember
5: always watching it and being like, why does Carrie always have sex with her bra on? Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. I was like, what's the fun in that? But
3: right. She likes support. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> she loves being supported. You know? But let's yeah. talk about Carrie. Yeah, let's talk about her storyline.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, what do you guys... What are you guys thinking? So she... I guess like
3: the first thing that comes up is the in the New York Times thing. She She sees Sig and Natasha got married. Charlotte does an awful job hiding it. Charlotte is Uh I really like Charlotte, but she is awkward as hell. Mm -hmm. She's just really awkward and nervous.
0: (gasps) Um,
4: Nothing nothing to see here, okay? (laughs) Except my boobs.
3: (laughs) Just
1: gonna Okay. But she, but they have a whole story on written. But she, Charlotte comes through in as a good friend where she comes over and she's like, let's just read it together. Let's just cry. Let's get out of the way and just like, yeah, look at at this in the eyes. And this is where I thought the weirdness
3: started because I looked at you. So they, they, Carrie has like a really kind of heartfelt line where they read it and then she starts getting emotional and she's crying, understandably. And then, uh, she has this thing where she's like, something about, I don't know if it's that Natasha's on the writing, the arts thing, but she's like, or he's you know he's he married this girl and I'm just the girl that writes sex columns oh she's in the New York oh, yeah. Times and I'm just the girl that writes sex columns beside the penile implant mm-hmm. ads and then she starts crying and you know kind of getting down on herself and then there's this really long camera yeah. pull out that's on a crane and it goes through the window and there's this like kind of dramatic music and the drapes are blowing mm-hmm. and it like hangs there for a while and then it goes to the next thing And yeah, I feel yeah. like I looked at you then and I was like what was that? that was played well for drama but that just felt not even not out of place but like heavier than usual yeah mm. it's more emotional and it felt it felt the tone of that felt a little it weird it felt like
1: fantastical for me i don't know what to do with these emotions <laughs> that felt weird
5: yeah i mean it was a very emotional episode yeah i think what's what i think was so cool about actually that scene when they're at brunch so to tie in the wardrobe choices oh yeah you know carrie's wearing quite a madcap outfit you know she's Mm -hmm. got on like blue and white plaid pants with like frayed edges Mm -hmm. and then this really cute paisley like kind of 80s looking blouse Mm -hmm. that's like red and purple and blue and then she's got a chanel jacket over it so it's like a really like crazy little magpie outfit but it's so cute Mm -hmm. and you know she's it's i feel like they were trying to play on like carrie's um how she's not so polished Mm. and then she's talking about i'm in the I'm in the sex columnist next to the penile mm. implants and whatever. And I think that that is so quintessential of like Carrie is so relatable to women mm. because I don't know anyone who feels like Natasha, mm. you know, no one's like, Oh, well, you know, I'm just very sleek and stylish and perfect and polished. You mm. know, everybody feels out of plate. I mean, yeah. I guess women in general, Yeah. but you know, you love Carrie because she isn't perfect. Right. And I mean, she's so much more interesting because she isn't perfect. Right. So I think women really relate to that. Yeah. And I think this was like an appeal to both sides of that, of being like, oh, but I love Carrie. Like, look mm-hmm. at her. She looks amazing. But I can see why she feels this way, you know, next to Natasha. I'm yeah, so that's, glad
1: you're here to tell I us I am too. I would have w- 100% missed that. I don't even know. Like, as you're saying, I was like, what was she wearing? I remember now, because <laughs> I tried to watch this episode with an eye for what they were wearing. So, yeah. But right. that, I never would have... Never in my life have I tied have I self reflected on my own self based off of what someone else was wearing. And so the to have you say that is really eye-opening and really cool. Right.
4: What is that. cool to to remember like sometimes it doesn't matter but I'm sure that was a conversation. that had to have been that's oh, like sure. what what would mm-hmm. um with the wardrobe who it I
0: it guess would have been
3: the stylist. That would have been Patricia yeah. Field would have yeah. headed
4: that up and then Okay. There have been conversations
3: around it, I guess. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I, I think they do a good job with Carrie in this episode in particular of not um her as an actress as well, that there was this is maybe a little before, but like the Manic Pixie Dream Girl, which was like Natalie Portman in um Garden State, Garden State. and then Elizabeth mm-hmm. Town. Like, and then they wrote an article about what this like uh archetype is. Mm-hmm. And she she has, like, basically, she does a good job at being quirky, but still being three-dimensional and not being right. just, like... Not contrived. Yeah, it didn't... In this episode, it certainly didn't feel like they mentioned those things a few times, and I was like, oh, I hope they don't over-quirk her, to just, yeah, like, be yeah. at the place, like, spilling drinks and be like, I always mess everything up, yeah, you know? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, Um. I thought they did a good job, just her, I don't know, kind of wading through the bullshit and being like, ugh, I love myself, but... I'm not perfect. Yeah. You like, know,
5: or, yeah. and everybody has those weak points, you know, mm-hmm. this was like her weak point where she right. was like, and it's funny because it wasn't, you know, she didn't get upset about the what wed- when they were reading about the wedding. She didn't get upset until she heard like the part that sounded like big. Yeah.
0: And she's like, you know, yeah, like, that was good. He,
5: okay. He's in this. Mm-hmm. It's not all about her. She didn't, strong arm him into getting married. Right. I think that, that was, was also so good. Yeah.
4: Kristen's like, that's so cheesy. And I know and she's trying no, she to be right. a good friend.
5: God, damn it. That's his yeah. favorite song. Yeah. <laughs> what what were it some other um, It is so big, but, too. Yeah. It's, it's such
4: just like a his romantic time. Put in song for romance. This is what I always wanted.
5: <laughs> Do you guys cigar. talk like a Neanderthal when you talk about big?
4: Yeah, yeah. Well that know, was I the first that. time, but yeah. it does that is like his, his thing to us. We celebrate it with that Scotch forehead. now. He doesn't Baseball time. <laughs> now, now he's just a Japanese
0: businessman. Yeah,
4: exactly. <laughs> a baseball time. What
3: is the market doing? Oh, That's like man. that Tom Segura thing. You guys know the comedian Tom Segura? He has a whole yeah. thing where oh, someone yeah. was like, aren't you Japanese? And he was like, why would you say that? And he's like, because your last name Segura. And he's, they're like, your last name is Segura. And he's like, well, it's because you're saying
4: it. Yeah. You right. can say anything. <laughs> you could say Smith. I was yeah. thinking more. I was thinking more. I, Arnold Arnold. Schwarzer. I was getting a little Arnoldy.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: Schwarzenegger.
1: Mm-hmm. Get to the emotion. <laughs> when the man loves the woman. <laughs> Bring me a saxophone. Okay. Send nice bottle of wine. <laughs> okay. You know, uh, no, Arnold is way better than big. Let's be honest. Let's go to the houses. <laughs> Bring me Amazon Woman 510 or higher. <laughs> oh my gosh. I need a boxing suit. <laughs> this is oh. our new podcast. Is it it's it? just Arnold watching Sex and the City. Yeah.
5: <laughs> well, you should reach out to him. I'd oh love to. Maybe but he would come on the show. Ca- oh my
4: gosh. It'd be great to have him,
5: what is he doing now anyway?
4: Movies. Yeah. He's back doing tons oh. of movies. My <laughs> but he's no action movies i mean
5: he's not like the governor or anything anymore
1: and his wife left him
5: what were yeah.
1: what Ouch. were some other um fashion choices that stuck out and you noticed in this episode mm. was there anything else that like like she in this episode uh, she purposely tried to look yeah amazing to confront natasha at the artist's uh luncheon right what did you think of her choice
5: i thought it was great um I love those shoes, those Manolos. Yeah, Are mm-hmm. they really plaid? Uh, kind of, kind of like a multicolored gingham. Okay, a little larger scale, um, with a buckle. Mm-hmm. They're uh, mules. Mules are huge now. What um, is a, what is a mule? No back on okay. your shoe.
4: Oh. Um, it's kind of like a donkey, a little smaller. <laughs> you can pack <laughs> them up with <laughs> stuff. Fact, you'll see them in like Western sometimes.
0: Westerns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a
5: little friendlier. Yeah, feed them yeah. some
1: hay. You can rent so them I and them take them to the bottom of the Grand I Canyon. I thought it was someone yeah. that shoved drugs up their ass and came into America.
3: <laughs> also, mules are huge now. It's, <laughs> it's <laughs> really hard to get drugs yeah. internationally, so mules are huge. Um, yeah, so. Wait, so any backless shoe with a with a a uh, heel like a spike doesn't
5: heel? doesn't necessarily have to have a heel just a backless shoe look it up Is a I'm mule okay yeah so
3: yeah she had that she had that she had manolo the, mules, the
5: manolos and i liked i also noticed that there was a lot of color and i don't know if it was the time i'm trying to figure out i was like is this what was happening at the time because i i do remember things being more colorful then like at the end all those ladies at the luncheon's one was wearing like a lime tweed suit yeah you know and carrie wore like that sheer pink thing and then she wore that multicolored jacket it's just after yeah it's not long after so i feel like there's some some of that and i just was trying to figure out like if i don't know of course in my mind i'm like oh is all this color coming back because they keep talking about it and i don't see anybody wearing it yet Mm. and i'm like but we also live in new york so it's hard to to get out of the tidal wave of black
4: i have i have a question now Mm. that there's a lot of retro things is do you feel like as long as you really owned it, and it, it's more prevalent? Like I have some friends that it's like super nineties clothes, and they rock it. Mm-hmm. Than some people that are super class. Like yeah. you see a lot of people. Do you is there just an era that you could walk out right now and would just alarm and disgust people instead of people just being like, oh, that's like a style. Like almost like I feel like before the internet, maybe. If you like were wearing eighties stuff, it'd be like, What? What are they doing? That's from the eighties. And now it's oh. like so many people throw back fashion so much now. Right, right. Is there any era that would just alarm you if you saw it like on the subway?
5: Oh, no. Not in New no. York. I don't think so. Now that do you guys know about ugly dad sneakers?
4: Yeah. No. no. The, like philas, the big white ones? The big white feelas yeah, well, are
5: like huge now. You've seen like the original Balenciaga ones? I mean they look like my dad's Rockport's. It's like no, legit. The first pair up. I saw was well, the like, Balenciaga. Recent the, come out
3: with Balenciaga Crocs. Yeah, at one point?
5: yeah, that too. I, at this point, I feel like I have. I can't think of anything mm-hmm. that's not that's taboo at this point. Yeah, I think it's all just because, like, yeah. When I first saw the ugly sneakers, they literally looked exactly like my dad's current end of the past twenty years. <laughs> wow! The
4: first time I felt these, that are, these are them.
5: I mean, those are a little cuter here. The cool
4: first stuff. time I was like, I
5: don't know if I've av- av- like if I've gotten used to it. Well, yeah, here. Like, yeah. I mean, these kind of look like my dad's old rock ports a little bit.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's We'll put a picture up.
5: Yeah. I mean, I don't know if my eye is now more trained to it that I'm cool yeah. with it. I mean, I definitely bought a pair of Zara that I thought were really cute. But yeah, I think at this point in Crocs. Yeah. I mean, the
4: first time it it alarmed me was the first time I started seeing people dress like norm core in Williamsburg Oh, huh. and just like dad hats and like uh-huh. the, uh, like yeah big white tennis shoes. And yeah. I was like, Bad what khaki. is happening?
5: Ill- pleated khakis. Yeah.
4: And, yeah. and then it's weird because it's like, I literally did get used to it. And then I was like, Oh yeah, those people look cool now. Exactly. And I don't think it's happened. Maybe it's happened a few times, but even since then, like big neon ski jackets and stuff like that Uh i just see it and i'm like oh yeah yeah. that's like i'm not used to it but it doesn't alarm me like it used to be like what is happening yeah do you feel like do you feel like it's part of partially because we're in like the age of the remix
3: where it's Mm kind of like we just the way we make content now is that you just remix old stuff
0: right yeah so it's so so,
3: like i because you'll see people with like a big neon ski jacket but then like 70s pants. Like you'll just see people right. wearing things from a lot of different areas. I saw a girl recently who she was wearing like really thin, almost like skinny, but they were like skinny boot cut jeans that were, that mm-hmm. were cut off and frayed at the bottom. Yeah. And then yeah. some like docs. And I yeah. was like, Oh, that's like, that was like the indie girls in high school right. that I went to high school with. And this girl was like 20 years old. So right. I was like, That's something I haven't seen in a while, but that's just kind of people just like it comes around. It's just redoing a bunch of stuff.
5: So when I was in high school, I really loved vintage clothes and I was obsessed with wearing things from like the seventies and the Mm -hmm. sixties. And my parents hated Mm the Mm seventies. I used to come home and my dad would be like, are you wearing double knit polyester pants? And I would be like, yeah. And he's like, how are you not sweating to death? I used to sit in my car with no air conditioning on vinyl seats and wear those pants. I thought I was going to burst into flames. <laughs> like, he could not understand a rap. Do you think you're going to get a job from this one day, young lady? Oh, oh, I mean, they just could not. Like, I wore so many polyester, button. I smelled horrible, by the way. <laughs> like, I don't think you could get within a foot of me. I just was. It was my favorite stuff to wear. And my parents were so mortified and horrified by it. Wow. And
4: that's so, probably why that whole era, they were so hot for years that then when Tommy Bahama became big, they're just like, yeah. give me a big oh, breezy shirt, yeah, baby, exactly. <laughs> big breezy shirt.
5: Yeah. So it's like, I remember my parents doing that. And so like now that I'm in this, and then I remember too, I had a boss when I first started working and she was like, everybody likes to be retro for a day an era that they weren't really a part of. Yeah. So mm. then I was, so it's like, she's like, but then when stuff that you were part of the first time comes around again, it's a little harder mm. to jump in on it. And I remember thinking, okay, That's really interesting. clothes yeah. I wore in college. I don't want to see those again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm done with the, you know, trashy Tom Ford knockoff, club clothes I don't want to I don't want to wear a faux fur blue leopard tube top again I think I'm gonna pass on that Yeah, I remember yeah and that's all back now and it's so funny because I'm like well I mean but it's but I think because I have the perspective of being in that position before I'm like oh it's okay I guess but I'm probably not gonna I mean also being of the age I am I don't think I can rock all that stuff (laughs) again but like I like seeing young girls in it it makes me like feels my makes my heart warm I'm like oh OK, I remember that. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. fun. I wore like
3: giant baggy skate jeans and like yeah. long sleeve baggy T-shirts in high school. And now seeing those, I'm like, oh, I get it. But I, I'm not going to do that again because I'm an adult now.
0: Right. right. Not
3: that adults can't do that. But yeah. so you're working on when we talked about it, you were working on the Kylie and Kendall mm-hmm. line. And uh, you said a lot of it is actually we were talking before this. It's inspired by like that fashion of the yeah. 90s. I
5: mean, when I look at pictures of them
3: and inspired by Sex and the City.
5: Well, in a way, yeah. yeah. Sex and the City is very much of that era that I feel like you watch, you look at pictures of like the, you know, Kendall and Kylie and, um, the Hadid sisters, you know, mm-hmm. Gigi and Bella, and they're, rocking all these things that look very, you know, nostalgic to me. Things from like the late '90s, early aughts, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, oh wow. So yeah, it's first time funny. I saw
4: that Calvin Klein underwear. <laughs> yes, them wearing that, I was like, what is happening? Oh yeah. Like that was so '90s. Yes, yeah,
5: that so was 90s. Marky Mark. Yeah, yeah.
4: Before it was
3: totally. Mark Wahlberg.
5: That's right. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like it's all coming back around. So watching this even was just like, I was like, oh, this is gonna be very, like, inspirational to see all this, you know, all these things. I mean, like, we're making like all these little handkerchief tops, and I'm like, oh, I remember those. You know, oh, she wears.
3: Didn't she wear that at the Hamptons party? Yeah. Yeah. I think oh, Carrie yeah. might wear yeah. that at the Hamptons party. Exactly. That's so weird. The the tube top thing. Uh, not tube top, uh, like midriff shirts. Yeah, I've never gotten because I'm a guy, and so I was like, "It'd be so weird to wear a shirt like that as a guy." Even though some guys <laughs> right. wore that in like the '80s and stuff. Yeah, but it's wild to me with that coming back. because yeah. it feels so long ago.
5: And you know, that's the thing about fashion too is that you know, erogenous zones kind of change with with trends. Mm-hmm. So the midriff is an erogenous zone now, which makes sense because like everyone works out. And mm-hmm. back in the '90s, I feel like there was a big. You know, push for being fit, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, in the 60s, the erogenous zone was the legs. So everybody wore, like, really tiny
2: skirts,
5: you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then, I mean, I think boobs are always cool. Mm. I think. Pretty totally much. agree. Except Heaven. for the 20s, maybe. In the 20s, women were like flattening them. But it's it's interesting how as things shift, like different parts of the body become more. Yeah.
4: But with models irogenous. like hair, heroin cheek, like super skinny, like right. Kate Moss, mm-hmm. I feel like boobs were not the thing. Boobs or butt right. weren't the thing with Kate Moss. It was just That's
5: bones. True. So bones. at that time, boobs were not a thing. Butts. Bones. Bones, it's perhaps. So when, you, when you're designing
1: Butts. clothes, you have, to like, you have to be aware of these erogenous trends, I guess.
5: Yeah, a little bit. I mean, because you just have to know what looks right. I mean, like high necklines have looked really modern for a lot for a lot lately. Mm-hmm. I mean, for a lot lately for for a little while now.
4: High neckline, as in like, like a crew
5: neck or a turtleneck or mock neck. Yeah, okay. Uh, so like, yeah. You know, there's a lot of things close to the face. Kind yeah, of yeah. thing. And then you know, like a scoop neck was just not looking cool for a long time, mm-hmm. and now I think probably will come back now because it's it's time. It's interesting. You kind of just feel it. You're like it's time. It's but time. are
4: you are you pushing that stuff? Not pushing, but it's like where is that stuff oh, bubbling does, up now?
5: I feel like now it's bubbling up through Instagram and social media. Mm-hmm. If anything, I mean, that's kind of how things have changed. I mean, for me, I'm not on the forefront. Like I'm not doing like pushing the envelope. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm taking stock of what's happening and repackaging it. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, to be honest, like yeah. kind of redeveloping and reimagining it and mm-hmm. repackaging it for people. So, which is what most of the people in the industry do. But, I feel like a lot of it comes from like youth culture and mm-hmm. just from Instagram and all that stuff.
3: Yeah. It's interesting. You see that with music too. Like music yeah. becomes cyclical and you see some things yeah. like. I feel like there's oh some my gosh. kind of 90s rock bandish kind of things coming back in and now people Is are 90s like. 90s voice think, coming back?
1: What? 90s voice. What's 90s voice? Mm <laughs> hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: like crashes. Once gosh, I hope there so. was a girl. <laughs> I love
3: uh, 90s voice. Uh, yeah. I guess 90s voice is like that was the same thing with. And, like growling. Yeah. yeah like,
5: <sighs> or just bad singing. Yeah. Billy Corgan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. shake um, down 1979.
4: <laughs> I think like. Cool Two kids. <laughs> Debbie <had> the time. <laughs> you lost. What was the
3: what zero? is like
4: ow waw, waw, The world is a vampire.
1: Oh, yeah. Alright, now do Arnold Schwarzenegger singing <laughs> Smash <laughs> P- This is Arnold Schwarzenegger
4: singing singing uh Pearl, Pearl Jam. Pearl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan Flo <laughs> And they were like wild Yes.
3: Do, 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 do. But that was more it's funny that went into more Hans and Franz. Yeah. That was like an impression of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. It was
1: more Hans and Franz doing it. In the way.
0: <laughs>
1: I hate to cut off the singing, but we do something very special um in our podcast every week. We have a special podcast within a podcast. Um and unfortunately um this podcast within within a podcast is gonna be a bit tough because this character wasn't in the, the episode this week, but I still think we should probably pay our respects and um, you know discuss one of our favorite characters, um, Steve. It's it. Steve.
2: It's a favorite time. It's a favorite guy. It's Steve Talk. To- Miranda.
1: All right, <laughs> welcome so to good. Steve Talk podcast where um we talk about um only Steve. Only Steve. And in this episode of Steve Talk, we're going to talk about Miranda's goodie drawer. Mm. Um and what and uh what this is going to what's going to happen in this podcast is uh Magda is going to open up um Steve's goodie drawer or Miranda's goodie drawer and Steve is going to be there and intercept Magda checking out Miranda's goodie drawer. So, are you going to be Magda? Yes. Jess, you get to be Magda. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, Jess gets to be Magda. Mm-hmm.
5: Okay. And
4: do you know the scene? You're going to be. Steve is going to be played by Corey. Yeah.
5: Okay. I'll play Steve. So, so who...
4: you, so you will be opening the goodie
5: drawer, yeah, and, and then gonna... I
3: will be there. Yeah. And okay. And then we'll have an interaction about it. Okay.
5: So I would say, okay. So she just says. So we set the scene. S- Steve, have you looked in? <laughs> I can't. No, it's, good. Great.
3: No, it's <laughs> very, <laughs> very
5: good. Have you seen what in drawer? Oh, uh, I actually did look
3: one night and I didn't want to wake up Miranda because we work opposite schedules. And so I've seen it, but, you know, she is a
5: liberated woman. And so I think it's okay. I think unfair <laughs> to you. Magda, I move. <laughs> that's so nice of you. You know, it's kind of interesting to see
3: cultures Come together and see someone from an older generation really give respect to me. Mm. Hey, Mm -hmm. I just happened to have this statue of Mary. (laughs) I was gonna put it at the
5: bar. You want it? Mm, It's perfect.
0: (laughs) We make a good team.
5: All right.
0: (laughs)
1: Steve talk. Steve that really good. Miranda, oh, that was a yeah. great Steve talk. Dude, that was a lot of. I did not see that coming. That the statue belonged to Steve this yeah, whole time. Yeah, that's a yeah. big twist. Yeah, wow. it's weird because he's from an Episcopalian church too. Yeah. That he would have a Catholic statue, but he's <laughs> uh,
3: he's
4: in a religious memorabilia. we were um, we were talking about a, what's it? ASM ASMR. ASMR before, and you were so quiet with Steve. It was almost like Steve
1: ASMR. Like so, everyone.
5: Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then the sound. Of, of Magda rearranging,
1: them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> softly rearranging. And all four of us in, in here
5: fell in her asleep. Drawer. Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. Like, oh, this is so relaxing.
1: You're
5: Magda, of the your raptors, was, Yeah, yeah.
3: She's crinkling the Trojan <laughs> Raptors. <laughs> yeah. Maybe do we need to
4: start Magda talk too. Yeah, we do. Well, Magda, she's she's gonna be in the series later. But I also found some cool stuff about um about Kevin. The okay, ke- the yeah. Young yeah. character, which he was in. I remembered him from when I was a kid. He yeah. was on a Saturday morning show with the Olsen twins, and he played the Olsen twins' dad right after Full House finished. What? what? And then he was... What was the name of that show? um, Two of a Kind. Mm. Mm. And then, that's what I recognized him from, but I looked at his Wikipedia, and he uh, was in Shrek the Musical, and he played Lord Farquaad. Oh, awesome. And then he got a Tony Award for Spamalot. He was the... No way. Uh so, so I knew I recognized him from something. Wonder but how many
5: people he went down on to get them. <laughs> to get the <laughs> yeah. How many massages he had to get.
1: That's amazing. So I recognize that dude. Well, yeah. the last thing that we do in the podcast is we uh, give this episode a Cosmo rating, one to five Cosmos. Uh, half Cosmos and quarter Cosmos do count. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can use your entire knowledge of the series to base this rating off of doesn't have to be you know just as a standalone in a vacuum episode mm. so
5: can i ask one question yeah about the of course episode? did anybody think that maybe natasha didn't wasn't really sick and she didn't go to the luncheon because yeah. she was afraid of carrie? i i think
3: either i did not think of that i think i could see that as a possibility that maybe it was a play against carrie or that Natasha is just the kind of person that doesn't like to do stuff like that. She gives uh-huh. off the vibe of someone that's like, I'm sorry, I'm sick, when she just doesn't yeah, want to go. I'm
5: on the board, but I don't go. Exactly. She might be that one.
1: Yeah. I don't See, know. See, Natasha, to me, doesn't seem super threatened by Carrie. That's like,
5: what they want you to think. Okay. But that's that's how deep the female psychosis I was going to say, is that, is, that is, that like,
3: that a, is that a female psyche thing where you're I mean, like, you're oh, like, they're all threatened by each <laughs> other.
5: Yeah, we're all threatened, we're by, all each threatened by each other. <laughs> you could be, you know whoever you want and it's sort of like oh so the she's answer so to- cool and mad moment. cap and yeah. i'm so vanilla and you know we've all got we've all got lots of ways to hurt ourselves <laughs> that's true <laughs> unfortunately but i was like oh it's kind of an interesting twist at the end yeah. i was like huh, i wonder if she just didn't want to. she's like that oh is- god the carry is gonna be there yeah i don't want to go sense. anyhow huh.
3: all right um john you go first okay. everybody, everybody got your cosmo ready in your head yep
1: all right let's go for it I'm going to give this episode a 2.5. Yep. It was not, it it was not the best episode I've seen. It wasn't the worst episode we've seen. It was, it was pretty down the middle. I think I'll probably after we're done recording this podcast, forget that this episode ever happened. It's not mm-hmm. like there's nothing that really stood out except for like, maybe the ridiculous noises in the spa. Um, it's, it's interesting because we were talking about how we want like Charlotte and Samantha to get into like a real relationship because we're kind of sick of the antics and they're like, other than Samantha's little like antic with, uh, with Kevin, Charlotte, Charlotte's storyline was not super compelling for me. I don't know. Um, it just was not like fun or it, it, I guess it showed Carrie like being a good friend to her and like talking her through some of her body issues, but I don't know, it, the formula just wasn't there for me to be anything other than just like a middle straight middle episode i get that i'm giving it a 3.0 uh three cosmos uh it was
3: i agree that it was weird i felt like i just got a weird vibe from the whole thing but it wasn't enough to take it way down for me it just felt normal which i guess normal would be middle of the road for some reason, normal middle of the road for me is always three instead of 2.5. I don't know why, but it, uh, I thought that the storylines, some of them were strong. Like I thought the Magda one was strong. And that line that Charlotte says to her, she's like, I drink coffee. Um, I forgot Miranda. says, Miranda. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Miranda says, you know, I drink coffee. I do this. I use battery operated devices. If you can't like, that's like a, from what I've heard, like mm-hmm. a famous line from the show. So I think that there were strong things going on there. And I thought there was a lot of, good like emotional dialogue between people like carrie talking to charlotte about her body issues and charlotte talking to carrie about big and then uh and then samantha even talking to carrie at the luncheon i feel like there was good stuff going on totally it it just didn't all tie together Mm -hmm. so i think a three i didn't think it was necessarily a bad episode it just didn't all really it it didn't like tie up in a bow in a way i guess i did think the joke at the end about natasha misspelling there that was was good that was really fun that was great
4: all right um, I would give it a two point two five, I okay. guess, and not because I didn't like it. I enjoyed it. It just, like Corey said, I don't think I'll remember it forever, and it never came together in a full way. Um, I liked the their joke. I liked knowing that now knowing Magda is going to continue. I really liked it because I was like very excited for that. They definitely ch- they took her character to be like, oh, you're just this annoying little trope that's going to come in and be so and then by the end you're sort of like oh i like her so it's cool to know so
1: i feel like that's the
4: big bright spot in the episode
1: we haven't seen any of their parents either so it's nice to see someone in a position like, yes a, like that's yeah guiding them a little bit or mm-hmm. like like Brenda yeah i said like my parents live in philly that's far enough like close enough yeah
4: and all of the the reasons why i would take points off is because there wasn't a magda uh Steve, uh, moment. The scene we just did, I thought, was yeah. the best part of the episode. Should have been in there. Should have been in there. Your turn, Chess.
5: I think I would give it a three point five. Okay. Mm. Um, I think for me, just as a woman, it's just a highly relatable episode. Mm. So it's just like what I think is funny is watching it, and they say like, "Oh, do women exist in New York just to make us feel bad about ourselves?" Yeah, yeah. And I think about that on like social media platforms all the time oh, yeah. now. Oh uh, yeah. So it's funny to see that and be like, "Oh, this is not a new problem. It's just taking on different forms." So mm. I, just, I liked all of the I just related to everything in it very yeah. much. And it actually some of the dialogue um, really reminded me of dialogue I've had with other friends mm. about like, oh, she gained 10 pounds, would yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all that gosh. stuff is so like, I mean, could it come from mine or one of my right. friends mouth? So, you know, it's uh yeah, I liked it.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm super glad that we had a female perspective. I am so glad
3: not only a female perspective, but a female fashion perspective. Yeah, exactly. Because when yeah. you so talked about project. Carrie's first outfit, was like, we would have missed that totally. For sure. We did not talk at all about that moment where she says gaining ten pounds, Samantha wrangles up this like <laughs> dumb just at <laughs> a college student Amazing. who like what
5: was her name again? Jenna? Jen. Jenna. Jenna. Jen.
1: Yeah, and she was like, Oh, did you know what happened to her? <laughs> she was like She's the-, the female version of Mr. Big. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> other than yeah. you know what oh, happened uh, so well, she like gained 10 pounds Jess
3: do you uh, do you have a social media presence you want people to find you at do you, do you, are you on social media? Um, are you active in that? You don't have to. You don't I have mean, to. I mean,
5: mainly I just, now I just put my kids on it. So it's really <laughs> that not that expensive. Look at your
3: own kids, listeners. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look, yeah. At, your Look at your own kids.
5: kids. Nothing to see here. Well, we want, we'd for love the for the cuteness.
3: you. Yeah, there's a right. lot of cuteness there. We'd love for you to come back and right. uh, we, in order to Steve talk, we could do the Magda Minute. That's yeah. right. It's my okay. Okay. to you.
5: <laughs>
4: I love it. Um, guys, get on, uh, get on iTunes and write us five stars if you haven't yet. We'd really, that means a lot. We have a lot of good stuff for season three coming up. And message us on Instagram and Twitter, and we'll read any of that stuff on air. Or call our phone number, which yep. is on our Instagram our account, um, as well, and we'll play the message. Mm-hmm. And also, you could just
3: record us a voice note on your phone mm-hmm. and just hit share and email it to the mm-hmm. to the Bradshaw Boys NYC at Gmail, mm-hmm. and we'll play that. So, or if
1: th- if if, some, if anyone knows Morse code out there and can send us a Morse code, uh-huh. I will decode it yeah. and read out. Then it is
4: Morse um, <laughs>
1: smoke signals morse code whatever if you want to come to the studio and put a sign in the
3: window
4: we'll do that <laughs> whatever we're game all right all right bye bye, bye. the bradshaw boys stars cory cavin john sieber and kevin james doyle the show is produced by jeremy l Balin. for more information on the guys check out their website at Bradshawboys.com on social
0: media at the bradshaw boys and if you see them in the street tip your glass thanks for listening The Kings Podcasts.